What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Sarah from Sarah Styles here. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are doing a panel on eBay. Um, we are probably not even get going to get to all of the eBay questions out there because it is so complex, but I am so excited to have these two full-time resellers on here with me. Um, I'm going to introduce them in a minute, but I am a reseller and the channel is dedicated to reselling content, hauls, and then also data analytics, how to look at your data and use it to heat meet your monetary goals. I have two analytical dashboards for the reseller on my Etsy shop. Links for all of that stuff is down below as well as these women's information. Um, let's get started. It's a bit of a chaos over here and just life in general right now. My brain is all foggy. So we're going to just go with this one. Um, it's been a bit of a crazy day today for me. So let's get started. I'm going to introduce um, Valerie. She is KFP Boutique Fashion, different names, different places, but that is her name. Um, she is on eBay and Poshmark, and she actually does a lot of listings for me. Um, she knows her shit on eBay, and so this is Valerie. Hello. Uh, and then Sarah Reseller that's her Instagram name. And we were just chatting before this started and she has various different names on different platforms. Thank you guys both for joining me. I'm so happy to have you here. I know you guys are going to just share all of your ego wealth. Um, it's so complex. So thank you for coming and sharing your wealth with us because it is such a complex topic. Um, we kind of just have a panel and chat back and forth. Um, I usually go like down the way um so you're not just like sitting and like who are you talking to but it, you can talk and you know whatever you need to do um with each other so i'm gonna start with you val if you want to kind of introduce yourself a little bit um and then tell us how you got your name and how you got into reselling hello um i'm kfp fashion boutique and i got my name because years ago i had a identification site where you could look up gap cues and different things back when the children's market was really big and you could sell retail things for good money um and that site was called kids fashion fashion and i kind of just translated that over point in time okay i can <laughs> Oh, okay. It's gonna be it's gonna be one of those lives in this real life. Um, because I'm just having a day. I muted myself hoping we get rid of some of that um feedback and it did not. So um how did you get into selling? You have been on eBay for like 11, 12 years. I mean a while, right? Uh since 2006. Yeah, so it's a little bit of time. Yeah, I um started out just because Every time I would take my boys' clothes to once upon a child, they were giving me nothing or wouldn't even take them. And I was getting frustrated, and somebody said, Try eBay. And so I did, and it was really successful. And so in the beginning, I just did it for that, for myself. But then I started thrifting, and I started thinking, Hey, I could sell this. And it just kind of snowballed from there. And then I was on this really big site. I don't know. some people might remember it called Jumbo Friends. <laughs> and we, um, there was about 60,000 members on there. And I was signing for other moms. So they would send all of their stuff to me and then I would list it for them and take a percentage of it. Yeah, which is amazing. I've tried to figure out how to send you all my stuff and we can't figure out a way to make it. <laughs> it's so hard. Like, it, 
it used to be when auctions were the thing, it was so great because I could list 200 to 800 auctions in a week and I'd start them all at 99 cents and make a killing for the client in a week. And they would, you know, so I would have like 50 to 60 clients every um, season. So basically the season was like spring, summer or fall, winter. And you prefer, I mean, you prefer doing kind of that work than the outsourcing, which is like the weirdest thing because most resellers love the shopping. And hate I, the rest of it. <laughs> I absolutely hate sourcing. Yeah, I, I know. We need to be neighbors because I'll just stop and then you can list everything. It would be right. like the perfect pairing. That's what people say. They say. <laughs> started out with designing so early on, but I'm just so used to the listing process, shipping process, all of that. It's just a piece of cake for me, but trying to find things to sell is frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate the work that you do for me because you breeze through it. I'm like, you're like, I'm done. And I was like, like that would have taken me like four hours. And you do it. yeah, so, all right, let's um, head over to Sarah. Tell us a little bit about all of your names or pick one or kind of <laughs> who you are um, and then how you got into reselling. All right, so I'm Sarah and I'll go with my eBay name because I've done eBay the longest and it's Raspberry Lane. And I named it Raspberry Lane because we live on a street called Raspberry Lane in Woodland, Washington. It's a little farming town. That it used to be um, raspberry or raspberry fields, so that's where our subdivision got built on top of. <laughs> so that's where that came from. My husband doesn't love it because he feels weird helping me. So, um, but uh, so that's how I got the name. But I started with um, I've just always loved thrifting, and I love the Goodwill outlet because you can get stuff so cheap. And so that's how I would just go and find fun stuff for my family and give it away, you know, whatever. And then I started clearing out some stuff in my house. And so I was doing Facebook marketplace. And then I realized, wait, like the stuff I see at the bins would totally sell on Facebook marketplace for a lot more than what I'm paying. And so I started dabbling in it and realized, wow, you can make money doing this. And I have a friend, I don't know if you guys follow thrifting for the nest, but she um, is a friend of mine who full-time resells. And so she, when I started like messaging her about it and asking some questions, she's the one that walked me through getting going. And then has been a really huge support. And so it kind of just like started off as a little trickle and kept growing and growing. So it's great. So how long? Three years on eBay. Okay. And you're both, you're both on Poshmark as well. Yes. Yeah, I started Poshmark. So my husband lost his job last summer and transitioned. He's becoming a realtor. So we're like, okay, we got to ramp up reselling during this like building client base. And so we ended up, that's when I started being willing to go outside of eBay because eBay's been my comfort zone. I love it. And I didn't really want to do anything else, but I was like, no, this is good timing to do that. And so I started with Poshmark, which I find so much harder, honestly, than eBay. And then I recently, then I did Kitazen, Etsy, and Mercari. So I'm finding Mercari and eBay to be really similar. So it's a much easier learning curve for me. I'm still, Poshmark still stresses me out, I'll be honest. <laughs> like. There's all the dancing yeah. and all the sharing and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean we talk about this sometimes. But like whenever what platform you start on, I think is your baby. And Leslie from a reseller's passion just popped on. And I've heard her say that too. Like kind of with whatever you start with, that's what you're most comfortable with. Yeah. And I started with Poshmark. And so I'm like, oh my God, eBay. Like yeah. it's but yeah. I'm slowly it's been about six months and I'm like, okay, I can like go through a listing without like having a panic attack. <laughs> Um, but they're all like, and uh, reseller passion says that she likes 
That's Leslie. Um, Facebook Marketplace. Do you guys do Facebook Marketplace at all? Not very often. It usually just irritates me because people back out. And I don't have time for that. I'm too busy. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I Yeah. Same for me. That it just like it. I. That's how I started. But then I started loving being able to just someone pays me. I ship it. I don't have to set up a time. I don't have to deal with people not showing up and arrange my schedule. So I very rarely do it now. That's how I am. And people like I used to do porch pickup sometimes and then people are creepy. And I started realizing so I used to do hair out of my um house. And then I had a couple of clients who like freaked out on me and then they knew where I lived and I have children and I was like, nah, like I don't want people knowing where I live. And even now like I have a feel box. Um because I don't want like a return to like know where I live or something, right? Okay, um, so does it come in gold? Says totally agree. Even seems so hard after starting on pot. So let's get into eBay. I feel like we could probably talk all the things besides eBay uh, forever because we're resellers. Okay, I have a list we're gonna go off of. I'm not as organized as I usually am, so bear with me, guys. It has been a week with all the chaos, and we're in the midst of buying and selling a house. We went under contract on top of like, I'm a homeschooling mom now. Um, so it's just been a day or a week, a, a month. Um, so um, let's see. I think, okay. So let's start with your setting up eBay. Do you guys have stores and what level and why? I have a store. I have the one, I don't know what they call it nowadays, but the one where you get a thousand listings. Um, the next bump up, I think it's 3000 and that's just, I wish they had a 2000 store cause I might push for that level, but thousand is where I'm at. So I kind of stay around 1200 listings or 2000. So that's how many listings you can actively have, not how many listings you can do a month. Mm, that's how many that you get with a subscription that you don't have to pay extra for, for the listing fee, but you can list as many as you want. And it really doesn't, I don't think it's possible to bump up to 300 or to the next level till I don't even remember how many listings, at least 2000, I would say. Okay. And so that's doing just for new eBayers and myself mm -hmm. as well, because I have a store, but I don't even really know what I have. <laughs> um, so you can post um, or you can list a thousand items a month for free with that store. And that's the big reason that you want a store. Oh, there's so many features with the store. I feel like I, there's there's just so many different things. I mean, I didn't prepare for that question. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You can jump in if you don't. You can jump into like why would you have a store as opposed so, to just? Yeah, so I did. You know, you can do the fifty free, which is a great way the beginning time just to not do a store. But I think pretty quickly you start to realize that you want to be able to run sales. That's a really big thing is to manage your store through, um, you can search for certain items. Okay, I wanna have a sale on all my shirts and I wanna have 20% off or I wanna have a buy one, get one a certain percent off. So it gives you more flexibility in that way. I also think you get more views. I'm not sure. There's so many um, theories about eBay and I'm not sure anybody knows exactly, but I do feel like you get preferred perhaps because you're paying a subscription and then it becomes cheaper than paying per listing after you get a certain point. And I don't know at what point, if how many, if it's over a hundred or over what number, but if you look at it, you can tell, okay, I'm going to actually save money by having a store because right. I'll get free listings instead of paying for listings. I also have the 1000 one. 
And I've heard it's pretty hard to make the 3000 store, the biggest one, the anchor store, I think it's called worth it unless you're doing that many listings. Um, right. It's a big jump in price. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I just have the 1000. I think it's dollars a month. Yeah, it's yeah. I think if you are only on eBay and you're doing mass inventory, it it probably makes sense at some point, but not for me yet. Right. Um, and so as a store, you do it with the seller hub, right? And the analytics. That's all for a store. Which we all know me and I love my analytics and I'm slowly looking at the eBay analytics and they're amazing. Um they actually like tell you things. <laughs> They added Terapeak as well recently, um, which is nice. You can research, um, like you could tick a brand in there and draft and look at all kinds of things. There's a lot of really good information in Terapeak. It gets very overwhelming though um, mm -hmm. to find. Everybody needs a Valerie in their life. Because <laughs> I'm like, how do you get to this report, Valerie? And she's like, well, because you Google it. And most of the stuff I find on Google is like from 2005. And I'm like, well, that's not relevant anymore. Um, okay. So, what's that? I forget sometimes that I have to Google it too. I was going to say, I have to Google every time how to get my free shipping supplies or the included. <laughs> Because <laughs> they changed it. They used to send you an email and you clicked the link and it would take you right to the store and then they stopped sending emails. And so I missed a whole bunch of supplies because now you have to hunt for it. It's not quite as. Yeah, well, I bet they they're not. You know, there's a whole square for shortcuts and you can make the shortcut and name it what you want. Have you noticed that Look for shortcuts. You can add anything you want there. So you can put free shipping supplies or whatever you want. And put the URL in there, and that, and then it's always there for you. Oh, that's smart. I have like my. That's I'm not ignoring you guys, but I'm like writing down notes on my phone as you tell me things. So if you see me looking down, that's what I'm doing. Um, that was the other thing I wanted to note. So with the store, you get free twenty five dollar coupon for free shipping. Well, I, it probably depends on your package. Yeah, I don't know what store level I am. Um, I get twenty five dollars, so I don't know what level I'm at. I get but it's kind of a <laughs> oh yeah, so I'm probably the level below you. Mm -hmm. Um, how many actives do you guys probably have around a thousand? I think I probably have eleven fifty maybe right now. I'm like seven fifty. I my goal is a thousand. But finding yeah. inventory, I'm just really trying to up my quality of inventory and that means my quantity is going down. <laughs> so that's yeah. what I'm trying to figure it out. I'll list like a hundred new ones and I'll take out ten percent of them and get rid of them. Oh yeah. See, I keep them forever. So I'm like, I already did all this work <laughs> and I'll use it as like, and on Poshmark, I'll use it as like, you can have this for free if you buy something else. Cause I've already done the listing, right? Like just take yeah. it from me. <laughs> um, but it's nice because like I got, I mean, they have like little thank you cards and tape and poly mailers. And I mean, that's a nice little bonus for if you're doing a business things that you don't have to pay for. It is branding them. Um, but I don't have to pay for it. So <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, okay. So I'm going to, I was going to do it on my computer, but like I said, I'm a mess today. Um, and I don't remember my eBay login. <laughs> so I can't pull it up on a computer, computer, but I'm going to pull up a listing on here and we can kind of just walk through how to do a listing and like the best practices. 
from what you know. I mean, everyone has a different theory and everyone, you know, but kind of if we were to go through and do a listing, the best practices. So the keywords, the title is the first thing that you go in and do a listing. How do you decide like what order to put it in? Like keywords do you, like let's say that you have like a women's dress, some name brand, women's dress or whatever. Like what are you going to be putting in that listing? Um, so a couple of years ago, there was a big push that they had it at eBay open where the very first word should be brand. And this is for clothing, by the way. I think most people are probably clothing since they're also doing. Oh, yeah. um, it was brand, then gender, like women's, men's, girls, boys, whatever. And then um, the item, like the dress and then size. And then you would put a bunch of other things after that. They've kind of adjusted a little bit when they're saying brand and then gender. And then the most important keyword should be within the first 55 characters because there are search engines like, I don't know which one, Yahoo or something, that only pick up the first 55 characters. Whereas like Google, I think, picks up all 80. Um, yeah. And then the recommendation really is to go with the most important ones first, like front build it, you know? So say it's, uh, and if it's a brand that's like a no brand, nobody knows what it is, you don't need to put that in the beginning, obviously. But something that somebody might be searching for, like Lily Bowitzer, you want to put that down first. And then, you know, just kind of front build the title with the most important things and go down the list. And a lot of people say to try to hit 75 characters, at least. But I don't and know. And how many, what is allowed? Is it like 88 or 80? Yeah. 80. Okay. I was like, there's no way I knew the right number. <laughs> like, there's no way I knew that. <laughs> Is that how you do it, Sarah? I, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, I learned through YouTube three years ago and what was being said then. And then I've just kind of kept those habits. But it's basically yeah. that over front load, get the most important things in. I still do the brand first, even on no names. And I need to get away from that because it's, it's just how I, again, was trained to do it in the beginning mm -hmm. and it's comfortable. But it's not helping my searches, I'm sure, if I'm putting up, you know, especially like vintage pieces that nobody knows the brand. They're looking for a certain item. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so for vintage, I vintage first. And then yeah. if it's not, like if it's vintage, like a vintage coach purse, I would right. say coach. But right. otherwise, I just leave it at vintage. Um, it's not a and the other today, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> Some, Unless yeah. like sacks. Gunny sacks will always go early. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so Ashley's asking, can you only get the free eBay shipping supplies with the short store subscription? Yeah. Can you buy them otherwise though? Do you know? Yeah. Like can you buy? Mm -hmm. oh, okay. They have they're really expensive though. They definitely yeah. are not cheap. <laughs> yeah. They're not. Well, and then your brand and like other platforms make you buy their stuff um and pay for it. And then you're like paying to brand them. Or like mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I would only do it for free. Um but they have like, I mean, they have like little singers that are like, thanks for supporting my business. And, um, okay, so the title, do you know why you put women's first? It drives me crazy. I don't like seeing it there. Because <laughs> there's like a drop down menu. But are people searching women? I don't know. And I, I've even been trying to research to see if that's still applicable. And it seems like they're still saying that. Yeah. So you don't put it first, you put it after the brand, but you definitely put it in the very beginning. Do you use it? Yeah, so what I'm wondering is if in the search engines, if that's why, if it's more for like people Googling and stuff. It, it, it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
They might, I mean, yeah. I, if I was looking for something, I'm going to say, I mean, if it's a dress, obviously I don't think you have to say women's, <laughs> right. but, but if it's pants, you say women's pants, because if someone's typing in, trying to find something, that's what they're looking mm -hmm. for. Yeah, it's not for as much for like the Christine algorithm, it's more for people searching for something not on eBay. Oh, and you told me once too about that um, most people use their app, and that's kind of why you front load because they're only going to be seeing. Where's my screen? They're only going to be seeing like the first couple words, and so you want to make sure they have those really important ones first. Yeah. It's even less for the mobile app. I don't remember the number. I can't remember anymore. But that definitely is why they were saying like originally they were saying brand gender item that the dress pants whatever and then size. and then putting everything after that i don't i don't really do it that way sometimes i do something that all depends on what i'm doing my mood okay um so you go down from there and there are so many fields to fill out <laughs> do you have to fill them out and if not which one like how do you pick and choose what to pull out fill out and i'm actually gonna start with sarah so that it, Val's not just saying all the things. <laughs> and you can add on to what she has to say. So basically there's the asterisk by the ones you have to fill out or it won't let you post. So I definitely fill out all of those. And then honestly, it depends on my mood of how, how much I'm trying to get through this listing and how much I wanna add the extra time. I do think it probably helps your listing to get more views if you do more information, perhaps, I don't know. But for me, Quantity of listing is what produces the most sales. So I don't like to spend a whole lot of time. I just started doing list perfectly a couple of weeks ago. So it auto fills a lot and it's great and it's speeding up my listing. Um, so yeah, I kind of, it depends. And it depends how expensive of an item it is. I might give more time and TLC to a um, higher type priced item than something I'm just trying to move quick. Oh, that just got really bad. Um, maybe a little, but list perfectly. So you're creating a listing in list perfectly, and then you share it to the various different. And what package do you have for list perfectly? I have the most expensive one. I'm trying it out and kind of deciding if I like all the extra features. They're definitely in beta mode on on certain ones mm -hmm. that aren't working real great. <laughs> so I'm deciding yeah. at this point which one makes most sense. Um, so right now I'm trying this one out. I'm still in my first month, so I'll, I'll decide if I scale back maybe. And you feel like listing on eBay quickly. Yeah, because it uploads really fast. Like I'm able to create my listings and I felt like when I listed to eBay for whatever reason, I waited for the upload of photos and stuff that I don't have with List Perfectly. And I don't know. Okay, I feel like I really? <laughs> really? Yeah, I feel like I use List Perfectly too. Um, and I feel like it takes me significantly, I, it takes me longer to fill things out on eBay, but that's why I pay Valerie for it. <laughs> yeah. But as far as like uploading pictures, I can get so many more pictures on eBay quicker than it. And maybe it's just like my internet or something. I don't know. Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out because it doesn't really make sense to me. I've just like, I went back to try and do a listing on eBay the old way and I was getting so mad because I'm just like waiting for it to upload. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and then perfectly too, you have to do like the cover photo and then all of the other photos. I changed it. Oh. That okay. was that was a recent update and you can now move them all around and stuff. Yeah. 
Okay, so then you have to wait. What was happening is I'd have to wait for the first one, and then I have to go in and do the other ones, and then I yeah, yeah, okay. that's gone. It I had that the first few days, and I was like, this is lame. But I wonder why they did it this way. And then next, yeah, a couple days later, it was fixed. So I was like, oh, yay. Okay. okay. Um, that was. I don't remember what the question was for. Oh, the categories that you fill out. So Valerie, oh. what do you do? Um. There's little numbers next to most of them that tell you how many people are searching for those items. So there's a lot of them that you don't need to fill in. And I really only fill in the ones that have high value. And neckline is a great one if it's a V-neck, but if it's a round neck, not so much or, you know, whatever. It just depends on what it is. Um, and then there's the additional ones like the accents and the features. I, I tend to fill those out because some people are wanting to know there's a slit in the dress and maybe I didn't put that in my description or whatever. I don't write a lot in the descriptions because I come from the where everybody was saying don't put a lot in your descriptions because people are on their phone. Half of the users are coming on their phone. They're not even clicking on the descriptions. I get all kinds of questions of things that are in my description and I barely put anything in mine. Yeah. So I put a lot in mine and I have pictures of everything and I still get questions. Yeah. Like, what are the measurements? I'm like, it's in my disc or it's in my pictures. Like scroll past the second picture. And there it is. I, I, I do. I send back a I send back um oh, picture four. <laughs> yeah. Um so well so that's the next thing. And I there's Val had told me this before. There is they're like grayed out if you, and this is why I wanted to show the screenshot I can't get to it but go on and I think is it on your phone too or is it just I think it's just on the computer the numbers oh I don't know. okay well when you go into eBay look um but there's like little numbers and they're grayed out and then it'll tell you like 19 million and that 19 million people are searching for that and so then maybe you want to do that and then 10,000 okay probably that's not as important like if you don't know it you'll spend 45 minutes figuring it out right um which I thought was a whole thing. Yeah. And on that, do you guys prefer to list from your computer or from? It, it is on the phone, by the way. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Oh, actually, does is on the app too. Um, do you? Well, you use List perfectly, Sarah. So you're doing it from the computer. Do you ever do it from the app, or do you prefer everything? I don't like doing it on the app. Um, and partly was we had like a link to our store, and I couldn't do that. The formatting would get all messed up if I tried to include that in my listings on my. Oh, now you've cut out. Oh, Sarah, you've cut out. Uh, am I back? Yeah, well, your voice is. There you are. Okay. Oh, okay. So basically, I tried on my phone and was having glitches with our store link. And so that's why I preferred doing it on my computer. And I also feel like it's faster. So Poshmark mm -hmm. is awesome on the phone. I'll say that. Like, I love listening to Poshmark on my phone. There is a whole new world of eBay on your computer. Yeah. Like it's, re I mean, and half of the fields aren't even, cause I was used to Poshmark, right? That's my first one. And so I was doing everything on my phone and then I'm like, I got on the computer once and I was like, what? Like there's so, you can't get to any of that on your, and so it's nice when you're out and about, but definitely I prefer doing stuff on the computer as well. Um, okay, let's go. So from, Oh, you have categories, you fill categories out. I mean, that's pretty standard. Um, the type of things, your descriptions we talked about. 
Let's talk about pricing, buy it now, auction offers. Like what do you do and how do you decide? If someone is super eager to chat about that, <laughs> jump in. I only use auctions to give my store a boost when it's being slow. I really do. <laughs> like, could get a sale? like could you think it'll get you a sale or is there something with auctions that... I don't even really get any sales hardly from it, but the ending of, so you just send 50 items to auction, it really does get more people, more eyes on your store that night that it's ending and when you first list them. So if I'm over, say I'm at 1,200 listings, so I'm already paying extra for the listings, I'll go ahead and send like maybe 50 items to auction that have been sitting around for a year and put them at a, a start price that's decent that I don't care about. And I might sell a couple of them. But I really do. It does help a little bit of a boost for the rest of your items. So now you say send to auction, like that's like one button you can press. Is that what you're like? Is that a thing? Yeah, you can click several of them and hit edit, and then you know, basically, I don't know how. I think how do you do that again? Yeah, you can hit send to auction, but you still have to go and edit in them. It doesn't like. Go yeah. right into action. Oh, <laughs> you would still have to go in and edit. It's it. like a bulk edit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I usually end them first, and then I put them up like whatever night. I usually don't only end auctions on a Thursday night or a Sunday night. <clears throat> that's another thing. We're coming back to that because all of this, like when you start sales and have like that's complex to me too. Mm -hmm. um, so, Sarah, what do you do? Do you do buy it now with offers, auctions? What do you prefer? So my preference is buy it now without offers. So that's usually how I start things. And I try and price, like if I look at comps, I look at higher, like I look between middle and high and try and price it kind of in between, like at the 75%, you know, of what I'm hoping to get for it. And then I start sending out offers. Now that we have the offers to likers, I like it so much better because I was getting so many low balls. And I know you can have like a limit on what people can send you, but it was stressing me out. Like it just annoyed me. And so... <laughs> That's and I think that's why I struggle with Poshmark is there's no way to like stop it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> People just send you a five dollar offer over and over and over. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. And I mean, even definitely, it's growing on me. It definitely like you can send out offers all at once. Like you can, and the bulk editing is like glorious. Where mm -hmm. on Poshmark, right, you have to go through and spend four and a half hours <laughs> clicking offers for all of your items. This isn't about the difference between the two though, but um, that is nice on eBay on the computer, you can go in and definitely like bulk edit or promote or do a sale or right. Right. Um, so why don't you do offers right away, Sarah? You just do buy it now. Um, Because I would just get, I know I get less because what ends up happening is a lot of times I end up taking the offer when I, if I had just waited a couple days or even a week and left it at that price, I would have gotten a full price. So it just depends how desperate I'm feeling. Right now, I might I might take anything. <laughs> well, that's kind of what I'm saying. <laughs> so then you go back, like, after Lizzie has been on for a certain amount of time, you'll go back and say, okay, I've had this for this long. Now I'll do a best offer on it. I might, I tend to run good sales more than I even do the best offers. So yeah. I'll put a 25% off sale or 40% on really old stuff or whatever. Yeah, it's hard to have an offer if you're running sales. I don't know. Sometimes I want to come off the best offer and then the sale doesn't yeah. work. 
Right. Because what happens is, oh, it's a great deal. And then you get a really low offer. Like they're looking at the sale price. And so, yeah. Well, and I have learned that when you get sent an offer, like the number that I was looking at too, was also the sale price. So like I would get sent an offer and be like, oh, that's not that bad off of the sale price. And then go to ship it and be like, well, shit. Yeah. That was twenty percent off for the sale, and then they also sent me, and I didn't. You know, I was out with my kids doing whatever, and I was like, "Oh, that's all right, whatever." And then I got home, and I was like, "That's something I'm running because I have a lot of things on sale." But then I think I'm getting lower offers. But then I've read if you don't do like sales and stuff, then you don't get exposure. Like, what are your takes on? I mean, there's a million different ways to get a boost in the algorithm, and one of them is best offer, and one of them is free shipping. You just have to decide what works best for your business plan. She's running sales. I don't run that many sales, but I have best offer. So we're both getting a boost just in a different way. I'm doing it all and I feel like I don't sell anything. (laughs) (laughs) I do feel though when you first get started, I've said this on some of my other videos, eBay is like a long-term relationship. You have to have the commitment to them and they don't like as I'm slowly getting going and I'm getting more reviews and stuff, my sales are starting to pick up where you guys are like consistent for years that you're not having to do all of these crazy things? Mm, I think I still have to work it. I think you have to work it differently than you do Poshmark. Poshmark, you have to share. eBay, there's a lot of other little tricks and things that you have to do to keep it, to keep yourself boosted up. Yeah. So let's talk about those. (laughs) What are those? That was one of my questions. Like what, like you said, on Poshmark, you have to share and like do little things to get it but what are like your daily activity minus listing what are like your daily activities to kind of refresh or get a boost in the algorithm or get sales to come in you can start Sarah. <laughs> um, so i always run sales i've noticed a big difference if i don't have anything going versus just putting even a small sale on a few items like it's mm-hmm. just if i have a sale going i'm gonna get more but I would definitely say daily listing and the more you list, the more you sell. Like, but it's kind of weird how I'll be having like a quiet 24 hour period. But the fact is I didn't list in that 24 hours. I make one listing and boom, something sells that was like from months ago. And I'm, it's just bizarre, but it is very consistent. Listing equals sales. In this time, um, if you don't have new inventory, what trick is there to do for that? Is there? So what I just did is I just sent out a Facebook plea (laughs) to my friends and family. Like anybody getting rid of stuff and need a porch pickup? And honestly, I have like five people that immediately responded and said, oh my goodness, I have stuff. And so that's gonna be my my method as I'm not hitting the Goodwill. They're open, but I'm not comfortable going. So Mm -hmm. So every day I got it three to 4%. Whether or not, I don't do it every day, but several days a week, I'll edit. That gets a boost. I don't edit. You know, so if you go in and revise it, is that the right right, to, right? You'll go in and revise it. Yeah. change around some words in the title. Sometimes I take a different, make a different picture of the first photo. Um, just any kind of edit that is, but you don't want to just, or you can edit the price, which, you know, a lot of things you can auto order around, add words, change words, change pictures. If there's a watcher and you edit the price, do they get notified that the price went down? I think so. I've heard that, but I don't know for sure. I've heard that. Have you heard that, Sarah? Sorry, my 
I think my internet's bad or something because I keep cutting out. So I just missed that part. So you have to let me know. There's, a, there's a watcher. Do they get notified when you lower the price? I think that I've heard that they do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's good to know. And then I try to list like at least five days a week. I think that it's better to list. Actually, I know a lot of people who only list a couple days a week and they list more items. So all I hear is be consistent with whatever you do. If you want to list three days a week, just always list those three days a week. You know, just whatever you're doing, be consistent. Um, and now what is your take on like relistings? Do you do that at all or do you just do new? Well, I didn't used to because you didn't, they didn't have this thing where you had to do good till cancel. So I relisted everything every month. But when they changed to good till cancel now about whatever's more than four months old, I end it and relist it when they put it on the end. Now, do you relist it or do you sell a similar? I sell a similar. Okay. And I don't relist it. Yeah. yeah. So why do you relist it? Or why do you do sell a similar instead of relist? Because it's a new listing. Brand new. Get new everything. So and obviously I change a few things too when I do that. Obviously I don't list it exactly the same. You know, again, change the words or whatever. And Sarah, what about you? Do you ever relist? So I, I usually am a just pop it up there and forget about it person. But now that I'm spending more time on it and I'm seeing all the old stuff, I have been trying to refresh. And um, there was a time when eBay lost a bunch of photographs mm -hmm. and I still am finding them from like, I don't even know when that was, but it was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So I'll pull the item and re-photograph it. Some of it is when I first started reselling, which is embarrassing that it's been in the store that long. But it's junk like it's stuff i was like oh let me try this and obviously it was something i would never pick up now so i'm auctioning that stuff off um but i do want to go and that's going to be another thing is to start trying to freshen up listings as i'm cross posting now and i actually normally don't shop enough to list every single list new items every day this is like my part-time part-time job um and so I do relist a lot. Um, and that's why I'm asking if there's like strategies to relist. And I have been doing sell similar to give it a new um, so that I am listing every day. Cause otherwise I don't have, I haven't gone shopping in a month. Like what kind of reseller am I that I haven't shopped in a month, but like I have nothing to list. The thing about sell similar is you lose any kind of traction you had with the Google, you know, crawling it. So, you kind of want to keep it up there for like four months at least or longer. Otherwise it's not going to show up when somebody does a Google search. So if you relist it, does it eBay see it as like listing items? Like can I click eBay to think that I'm listing if I just relist it? Relisting it'll still have the item number and everything will still be the same. So there's really no point in ending it and relisting it unless it ended on its own, like you had it on an auction or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to find ways to stay active on eBay when I don't have new inventory to list every day. Edit. Edit, okay, go ahead and edit. Edit and then things that are old, then sell similar. Things that you've had up for six months. End the things that are about to end or whatever. Like you can, you can um, view your items by what's ending soon. So you can say, oh, today these 10 items are ending. I'll just go ahead and end them now and do sell similar on them. Well, that's, that's, what I've been, that's what I've been doing. Unless it has like some watchers or it was getting lots of views. And then yeah. I'll um, do that. Um, Ashley says, I'm trying to stick it out with eBay. It's so hard to make sales in the beginning. 
I agree. I, I found that with Poshmark, it took me as an experienced seller three weeks to make my first sale. Like it mm -hmm. was insane. Like, so I don't know. I don't know if it's just eBay. <laughs> yeah, I think it's eBay too, I think. And I think there's so much competition on eBay that you have to, on Poshmark, it's very clear, share, 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 and you're gonna get more views. Then on eBay, it's a little more mysterious. So you have to do things to constantly boost yourself up in the search results. Yeah, so having free shipping is a boost, having um, best offer is a boost, running a sale is a boost, editing, because now it's something fresh about it. There's so many things that'll get them a boost. And, People just think it's listed and forget it, but there really is a little bit of work involved. Yeah, just different kinds of work. Um, mm -hmm. And I will say, I had heard that you have to have 20 reviews to get like a boost in your sales, um, but it works both ways. Like you can get a review, like, so I was buying things and reviewing, mm -hmm. so it was showing. And when I got to 20 reviews, I got a boost. Like I legit saw that. Um, and so, I mean, I don't know how your money is right now, but I was buying things that I would have like, like packaging tape I would have bought on eBay or on Amazon, I bought on eBay to leave a review. Um, and once I hit the 20, but it took a while for that 20. And for me, do you guys ask people to review? You guys are probably past that point. Like you don't, yeah. No. Nope. Maybe in the beginning when you're trying to get the reviews, just kindly say, hey, can you leave me a review or because I've had people send me quite send me that. If you really want reviews, buy something, do a lot of bin shopping and sell it. Put up 99 cent auctions where you're not going to lose any money, but you know, put them all up. And then on Thursday, hopefully you get 10 or 20. You know, you're not going to make money. You know, it's more for I want to boost my reviews. And if you ship things out really quickly and be friendly and do all those things that you guys probably already do, you'll get reviews. Yeah. Um, for the auctions, you keep referring to like ending on this day and starting on this day. And like, can you like, like, can you talk about that? <laughs> Are there certain days that you want to do things on? Or is there like, how does that? You can look um, on eBay. There's different times and different things that are better. For me, it's always been like between nine and 11 o'clock on Eastern time, Eastern time here where I would do the best auction ending time. and think about it. When are people on shopping? They're not shopping Friday night from 9 to 11 because they're out having fun. Well, maybe not now, but before. That's right, yeah. right. So it seemed like a lot of people would be shopping on Thursday night because they were getting paid the next day and they knew that they could, because with auctions, you don't have to pay immediately. You, it's not a buy it now. So yeah. uh, you don't have to pay immediately for buy it nows. Like what is up with that? You do if you have best offer when you require it. Oh, if you don't have best offer, you have to buy it now. If you just have buy it now and then you, I don't know if you have to require it or not, but I always have it checked on mine. So somebody straight buys it, they have to pay for it immediately. Oh, that's interesting. Because that's one thing that drives me nuts. I'm like, I'm not layaway. Why mm -hmm. do I have to wait a week for you to pay for this? Yeah. Um, do you like strategically plan for that where you're like, I own sales on Sundays and then I start something on a Tuesday? Like, do you look at all that? I'm not sure. Can you guys hear me? It keeps cutting yeah. out. Am I here? Okay. Yeah. So I tend to do a weekend sale and then a week sale. So like a Monday through Friday afternoon 
-hmm. and then I swap. So you have to like, and this, I think that's where I need to spend more time on eBay and go in and do all of that stuff. Um, okay, let's talk. We're kind of getting close to the end. Let's talk. I'm going to move closer to my router because this is getting ridiculous. And you'll probably, you'll probably hear screaming. Oh, no worries. I'm surprised you haven't heard my two-year-old. Uh, they saw me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How many do you have there? Five. Five. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And, and you both, while we're waiting for you to move and not get dizzy, you guys both homeschool, and I want to give you a huge applause. We are on day two of homeschooling. And it's not even really like my – I have a preschooler, so it's not like legit homeschooling and a two-year-old. Um, and then my 14-year-old is my stepson, so we'll have to start homeschooling when he comes back. But it's – I don't know how you guys get any work done. It took me like five hours start to finish to do a 15-minute YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get paid for YouTube yet. So I'm like, well, that was a fun five hours. <laughs> and I think everyone cried at least once during those five hours. My <laughs> um, so you start, oh, no, let's talk shipping. Let's get into shipping before our time runs out, um, especially now that your kids saw you. You probably are, don't have the time left. Um, shipping, how, what, how, this, what do you do? <laughs> How do you, what do you offer? What kind of shipping do you do? Um, you guys mostly do women's or clothes, right? Mm -hmm. I do everything. I've gotten a lot more hard goods going lately. So, okay. I don't know and I don't do free shipping. I just do calculated. Same thing. You weigh everything before and then do the calculated. A and lot of it's flat rate boxes. So if I know it will fit in a flat rate, that's going to be cheaper for the most part. And so that's, that's easy. Um, so you offer one shipping option for the buyer to pay for either what they right? And neither one of you do What? And neither one of you do free shipping? I do not. I offer most, I would say 60 or 70% of the things I sell are probably under 16 ounces. So I offer first draft, I give a priority option, and I give an expedited option. Okay. Yeah, and you had, well, you do most of my listing. So you added an option to it to where we do like one where they can weigh it. And I weigh it. When I say weigh it, it's a rough estimate. I don't weigh my stuff. Like, because I moved all my stuff from Poshmark and I have to weigh it. So I was like, it's yeah. it me a couple times. Like, I sent something out the other day and didn't. I don't know, but I like lost money on it. I was like, well, that's that. Sucks. <laughs> like, that. Um, I Um, But where you do like one you weigh or the buyer can choose what, or like a, box, like a flat rate box to see what's cheaper for them. Yeah, you if you put an expedited option, buyers can search for guaranteed delivery times. And I don't think very many people use it, but it does happen occasionally where somebody uses that. And so not very many people offer an expedited option. And really they're paying for it. So it doesn't hurt you to add an expedited option. It's just another way to get yourself ahead of somebody else on a sale. Yeah. Can you add like how many shipping options can you add? I don't know. I have three. I think you can add more. I don't know that there's a limit. 
Oh, Ashley said she was only one made one sale so far and they didn't leave a review. Ashley, it's rough going. I'm telling you, I was about to give up like four months in and then at the six month mark, it finally started picking up. And then now life is chaos and it's gone back down. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's too. so I feel like that's reselling right now because of what's happening. Um, on that note, we don't have to get political, but are there things that you guys are doing reselling eBay related because of what's happening right now? Like you're not sourcing, so you're asking Facebook friends and friends and family for things, uh, extra things that you're doing to encourage sales. Um, eBay and elsewhere, just basic things because our trying time. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say I'd be more generous in my offers <laughs> just to try and keep things moving. Yeah, I I haven't really thought of it so much. I don't I figure I'm gonna look around the house, see if there's some more things I can sell here. I'm sure there's a ton of stuff we don't need. Um, and I think people are gonna be bored and some people are gonna still be shopping. So if I keep my listings fresh, right now my sales are really steady. They haven't changed at all. Oh, well, teach me all your rules. You too, Sarah? Are you um, You know, I I don't know how much is me imagining they're slowing. <laughs> I need to look back. But our, our numbers for eBay are going down. However, the numbers on other platforms are going up. And so I need to evaluate, are we still making the same amount? It's just kind of like going across the board. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll, I've noticed like, especially the last couple of days, like less views on things or certain like where I'll not have as many offers to send out. So I do think yeah. there's something happening. Yeah, I, I, I have that too. I, I don't have as many offers to send out. And I thought, well, I only did list one day. So yeah, I, that's a good point. I, I did notice that the last couple of days. Um, and I will say for you, Sarah, I don't know your time commitments up, but when I started cross posting, that's kind of what happened. Posh was my name, right? But then I started cross posting, which means I wasn't spending as much time on Posh. Mm -hmm. And after things started picking up, my total revenue went up, but it was starting to be split out. Which so makes so sense. Much time. But overall, it went up because I was not making as much on Posh, but then I was on like three other platforms. Um, Right. And well, and then the items aren't like an item that would have sold eventually on eBay, but it sold mm -hmm. faster somewhere else. So, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, does this come in goals? So the same Ashley, but I figure if I'm already doing the work anyway for Posh and Macari, I might as well post the eBay too and keep trying. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt. Um, and that's kind of, that's my strategy. I have for what's happening right now. Um, I have no inventory and we, signed a contract this morning, or no, someone accepted our contract this morning to buy a house and we signed a contract. We're buying and selling a house. I don't know the days, but like we're in the contract for both houses. So we are moving and I'm also like, I'm, I wouldn't be out shopping right now anyway to move inventory. And I also just want to get the crap to not have to move it. So I am just like being very generous um, with offers. One, because I think things are selling, are slowing down, but also I don't want to move 700 items. <laughs> so um, there is that. Thank you guys so much. Do you have any other eBay tips and tricks? Or you guys make it sound so easy. You really do. I can do this. And well, like, you sound, you make posh sound easy. So there. Yeah, it's um, I was going to say about the reviews, I have mindset to auto give feedback to the buyer as soon as they buy it. So I don't even have to deal with that. So I'm not time for. 
So it automatically does a random selection of things that I say. And I, some people don't want to leave reviews until the buyer gives you the review. But I don't, I don't think that includes them to give you a review. That, and I didn't know you could auto do that. So then I just forget to do it. So I need to find that option too. Yes. That's huge. Like if you're giving a review, you're more likely to get a review mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I, I do have people email me. Say, I'll send you a great review once you send me yours. And I send back, I've already sent you yours. <laughs> um, returns. Do you guys accept returns? And how do you deal with that? Yeah, I do. I do buyer paid and I have them pay for shipping there. So it costs me nothing mm -hmm. and I get to resell my thing. And it, I think it deters people a little bit, but mm -hmm. they still don't get angry about not being able to return. So very low drama for me. Same yeah. here. That's why I don't offer free shipping. That's the entire reason. Um, and have you had like things come back, not the way that they were supposed to? You've never had Okay. Okay. I've had one thing come back that had hair all over it. Oh. So I think someone tried it on and maybe they, I don't know if it, they had a dog or what, but I was able to lint roll it. It was fine. Yeah. Uh, but it was the first time I was like, oh, that's kind of gross. <laughs> um, I had someone and I'm almost positive that they wore it to an event and then sent it back. Um, because it was like a really nice dress and they sent it back. It was like a 30 day return and it was like the last day we could do it. Um, there is um, no, no, it didn't fit. I'm like, you knew that 30 days ago. Like if it didn't fit. I only do what's the time? Is it 30 days that they make you do? I can't remember. Yeah. You can buy um your own tags to tag special occasion items. I don't do it with mine, I don't have a whole lot of special occasion. I think it's a good idea for you, Tara, because you have a lot of items like that. To buy the tag and say this can't be returned once this has been removed. Now, really in real life, eBay can make you return it anyway, but it may take it twice. Which that's actually I actually have one of those little guns. Um, to put tags on, and I have tags, so I could put that on. That is because I do have. I love fancy dresses and wedding dresses and stuff, and that's a lot of things that people wear once mm -hmm. and can send it. That's a good point. All right, well, add that to my to do list as I'm sitting at home and can't be posted. Um, so someone asked if you cross post, is it okay to cancel a listing on eBay if it's sold on Poshmark first? Yeah, as long as it's not already sold on eBay. It's yes. allowed. It is allowed, but I kind of wonder a little bit if if eBay cares, I don't know, like as far as ending it, if it dings you at all, cause we started ending multiple listings and I felt like that also stopped views, but you know what? It's all my theories, you know? I feel that way too. And I feel cause there's different options on like a reason to end it. Right. And so I wonder if like, if you pick a different, like, have you heard anything about like ending it for different reasons? Cause one of the options is it's no longer for sale or it's sold somewhere else. And then I always get nervous doing that, that they're going to do you. At one of the eBay opens, they actually asked some of the eBay reps about it. And they said that you can cross post, but as long as you, the only time you're going to get dinged is if you don't fulfill an order. Somebody bought it and you didn't catch it, that it crossed. So if I ever had a double sale, I would delete it off Posh before I would eBay. Because you're going to get it hurt a lot more on eBay than you would Posh or Macari or wherever. Yeah, right. And I have, I, I, that hasn't happened to me yet, but if, yes, if you have something that sells on a different platform and eBay, fulfill the eBay one. 
for sure. Um, and Leslie is saying Angel penalizes you if a customer requests you don't get in trouble. Oh, yeah. for them to cancel. That's the other question. So if to cancel an order, when is it okay that you won't get penalized? If the customer requested. And that and eBay knows that the customer requested? That they'll ask them to click yes if they asked for it if it's after a certain time frame. I think within so many hours it just automatically goes through, but after like three hours or something, I don't know how many hours, probably long. Oh, so like if you canceled, uh, they would go to the buyer and they would say, did you ask to have this canceled? They'll say, do you agree with this cancellation request? Because I have to send an email. Every once in a while, somebody will say, oh, I didn't mean to buy this. Can I cancel it? And it's, you know, the next day I'm getting ready to ship it. And I say, okay, I'll send in the request, but I need you to make sure you accept the cancellation request or it won't go through. Oh, so you ask them to do it. Yeah, if they ignore it, it goes through, but it takes another day or so. Well, who wants to sit there with their item pending for, you know, I don't want to sit there forever. Yeah, but I didn't, yeah, I've had someone to cancel, and I'm always nervous to do it because I've heard that you get dinged. You do not get dinged if you click the item the customer requested it. And then just send them an email say, make sure you, if you get a cancellation request that you accept it. Yeah, Okay. Um, Leslie from a reseller's passion, and I'm actually going to do a plug. She is going to be on my channel tomorrow. Um, if you guys don't follow Leslie from a reseller's passion, she is absolutely amazing. So much good content for resellers. She is going to be on tomorrow at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard, but she, her husband's been on eBay for 15 years. So that's kind of what she was saying, um, as well. This has been amazing. You guys have taught me so much, and I hope other people as well. Thank you so much for joining. Um, their information is down below, I think. If not, I'll go put it down below. <laughs> I, I usually am more organized than this than I have it all prepped, and I was doing that right before. But um, their stuff will be down below, and you can reach out and contact them. I Both of them are on Instagram. That's how we interact, so I know if they have questions, they'll get back to you. Um, as you said, so you review the buyer like on Macari. Yes. But you can't leave bad reviews, right? For buyers, really. Nope. So it's kind of like you can review them, but it's kind of pointless. It's the same as eBay. Like you're not gonna leave a bad review. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so back to my spiel. Thanks for joining. <laughs> we um if you like content like this, make sure to subscribe. If you're watching this as the recording, leave comments down below if you do have questions, and I will answer to the best of my extent or make sure that one of these ladies. Um, can come back and help answer as well. They are both on Instagram and um, have lots of knowledge. And Valerie's on Instagram. She doesn't post a lot, but she was there. That's how we communicate. But Sarah has lots of really good content about eBay on That's How I Found Her. She was posting about eBay and I was asking questions. Um, follow them both over there. And I hope everyone has a good night. And thanks for joining. Thanks.